Welcome back to For The One Podcast's Growing Pain series. This is Growing Pains with Greer Rutt, part two. Yeah, I think, oh, wow. You've said so much and I think (laughs) it's just been so powerful, but I'd love to invite you to talk about how you view battling just life battles now, how different it is for you. Yeah, I'd say kind of going off of that verse 12, I think something God really reminded me of in the battle against sin that I was talking about earlier Mm -hmm. um, was really looking at myself as not like the enemy, like this body is not the enemy, this like I myself and not my enemy. Um, And just, I'm just another thing that needs grace and I need mercy. um, And I don't, I shouldn't be like hating myself or feeling hopeless about the situation because it's not me that I'm fighting it's the enemy that I'm fighting um that's definitely been really helpful again to break off the lies of self-hatred and the lies that you know I'm never gonna be free of this thing um because that's so not true like where the spirit of the Lord is there's freedom Um, that's (laughs) I I have the spirit of the Lord I was you know I'm a Christian I've considered myself Christian for years um And so I have the spirit of the Lord. So therefore I have freedom. Um, So it's not me that I have to fight. It's, you know, we're fighting the enemy and fighting what he's throwing at us, um, fighting that temptation. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. I think, I think choosing freedom and reminding yourself of freedom is a daily thing. Like you have to remind mm-hmm. yourself that you're free every single day because the world will tell you you're trapped. You haven't overcome the sin that you thought you overcame. Everything that happened at that worship night was all in your head, mm-hmm. you know, like, like crazy stuff like that. But it's true that the word says we're free and the Lord has made us free. So that's the truth. We're free. And we just have to remind ourselves and walk in that every day. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. <laughs> wow i am i'm blessed right now i feel very blessed right now. all right guys so i also really wanted to discuss with greer in preparing for this episode we she also mentioned the father heart of god and how that relates to her testimony i think uh i think the father heart of god is such a beautiful image of god and um in the bible god reveals himself as a gentle forgiving father intimately involved with every detail of our lives. It's not only a beautiful picture, but it's a true one. Um, But I do feel like every person seems to have a different idea of what God is like, because unconsciously we tend to attach the feelings and impressions that we have of our own earthly fathers to the concept of our heavenly father. But um, Greer also had a really awesome, beautiful perspective on this too. And I would love for her to elaborate. So yeah, Greer, I'd love to invite you to do that. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. I think something we don't really remember is how faithful a father that God is. Mm -hmm. Um, It can be really, really hard when what we see in our fathers on earth don't really reflect that. Um, Some fail, some are absent. Um, Mine was abusive. Um, I lived in that through both middle and high school. And I had become a Christian in middle school, but I feel like I couldn't really grasp that father's love in a way that allowed me to trust him fully. Um, Mm -hmm. And I got to college and like was starting finally for the first time, lived a life away from that. 
and I got connected to my church, current church. Um, and I got to experience so much more of the father's love and learned a lot through like the example of our college pastors or like even my brothers who are at church now, um, just an example of what that love was supposed to look like. And that really connected me so much better to like how I see God and how much I can talk to him about things or tell him things. Um, eventually my biological father did commit suicide. Um, and I felt really, really abandoned and just kind of lost. Um, yeah, those following months were filled with a lot of fit therapy, a grief. Um, and I was also sexually assaulted during that time. Mm-hmm. And as hard as that was, um, the Lord was so in the middle of it all. And he showed me how I can let him into my life, despite a lot of seeds of mistrust and a lot of hurt. I feel like over the years, I just accumulated so many, like, why would I want to trust like men or why would I want to trust the father heart of God? If like, this is what I've experienced. Um, that wasn't like in the front of my mind, but that was like definitely something that held me back in my relationship with the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, but I remember my freshman year, I went on the spring break mission trip with my church called awaken. Yeah. And there was (laughs) one of the, um, we had a worship morning session in the morning and there was this random girl that like came up to me and she was like hey I feel like the Lord is just like telling me telling you that he sees you and that he knows you um and she was saying you know you are his daughter you're his baby he's offering like redemption in so many places of hurt and then she's like he knows you he's and she starts telling me little like things that I love like they, like she tells me my who my favorite co- what my favorite colors are she tells me like how much I love dogs and she tells me like he knows your favorite dessert he knows you love ice cream he loves all these things and like things that she I had never seen this girl before in my life so like she would have never known these things had the yeah. Lord like not been present in that moment yeah. and I'm just sitting here I have not seen this girl since I don't know who she was what? um potentially angel. I don't know. Um, wow. but I just felt so seen in that moment. And I just like mm. fell on the floor crying, like, okay, I get it. This is who you are. This is what you do. You truly know your children. And not only do you know them, you like are present and care. And in that moment I realized like though I had been hurt by men in my life, especially by my dad, I could truly trust the heavenly father because he knows us. Um, yeah, his character is one of redemption and one of hope. And he was like redeeming all these places of pain and all these places of hopelessness and all these places where I was wondering like, what is perfect love? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And just showed me he's really worthy of the trust that I had been holding back because he does know us and he does know our needs. Um, so, so in Psalm 139, um, Mm -hmm. and he loves us and he desires to fill those needs and he desires to be close. Yeah. He knows how to take care of his children really better than we know how to care for ourselves. Um, (laughs) our (laughs) earthly fathers may fail and -hmm. they may not care for us very well, but I feel like the Lord has been really faithful in restoring what fathers look like to me um, and what his father heart looks like to me. Um, he was really present in that season of my life and 
in all the seasons of life it just really made me remember that I wasn't really really alone yeah oh thank you so much for sharing that's such a powerful testimony and so mm-hmm. it's so interesting how life can really throw a lot of heartbreak our way um but God has such a powerful way of restoring and healing that because Greer, like, I know you, you know, I know you really well. And you don't see any of that pain or that struggle or any hurt when you know, like, when you meet you for the first time, like, you truly are only light. Like, all I see is light and love and happiness and positivity. I would never have known any of these painful things have happened to you. And I feel like, of course, that's the Lord just covering you in his grace and his glory. Mm-hmm. But I also think, the Lord has already put those beautiful things inside of you. And he was just using um, his time and his um, energy again, fully invested in your life. Yeah. And like when people see you and see your life and your light, they only can trust that to God's faithfulness, you know? But going back to like what you said about earthly fathers and how they easily can fail us, I feel like people in general just aren't the most trustworthy. We're just not trustworthy. Yeah. There's so many things that I know, like I know I'm a good person. I know that I can be a good friend, but there's times where I failed. There's times where I wasn't a good friend to that person, or I could have said that better or could have done that better. And I think like going back to what you said about giving yourself grace, but also understanding that God is always faithful. And if I choose to follow in him and follow in his footsteps, he can also show me um, ways to be faithful in the little things that he's given me to steward over and just faithful in the friendships that he's given me to steward over. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I just feel like just in that way, he's empowered us. He's because he's present with us consistently. We are empowered to do bigger, better things for his name and his glory. And again, just encouraging the people around us to remember that he loves them and he loves us and that he doesn't plan on leaving us anytime soon and so mm-hmm. yeah I I did want to talk to you and just ask you though about trusting God and how you feel about that and what does it really mean to you to trust God and is trusting God more than a feeling and how do you specifically even trust God um like practically too yeah I definitely <laughs> say you know, we talk about trust and like, we feel mistrust and we feel like we can trust a person, but trusting God, I feel like is more than a feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, Trusting God's an action. Our feelings are fleeting and our emotions can change, go up and down. You can, we can be, you know, happy in one moment or trust someone in one moment, but one thing happens and then we can feel like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to be around this. Mm -hmm. Um, But our trust in God should be more than that. It were much like trusting people. We can say we trust God all we want, but what are we doing to really show that and really actively trust God? It's like trusting people. You know, if you trust a person, then you come to them about maybe more deeper things than you would to somebody else. You trust your best friend. You may talk to them about an issue in your family, um, whereas you might not talk to an acquaintance. Um, yeah, it involves letting God into the places that we hesitate to do so, um, mm-hmm. involves t- telling him and talking to him on not just a one-time thing, like, yeah, God, this thing's happening. Um, you know, whenever you get to it, 
But no, it involves instead talking to him on a consistent basis saying, hey, this is what's up. Um, I need your help. And continuing to ask him, continuing to ask, seek and knock, um, because that's when the doors are opened and we will be answered. Um, and that also involves for this control freak, it's a little sad, releasing <laughs> control um, and really allowing yeah. him to do the work instead of killing ourselves, trying to do everything on our own. Yeah. Um, practically, I think one big thing is say, when we say, oh, I'll pray about it in our conversations. <laughs> let's actually pray about these actually things. Praying about it. <laughs> I know we, I remember once we mm-hmm. talked about prayer at church and the pastor gave us the challenge instead of saying, I'll be praying for you instead say, can I pray for you? And that involves trust. That's trusting God with that person then and now, instead of just saying like, Oh yeah, here you go. I guess whatever. Mm. Um, actually praying about it is less flippant and less passive. Um, instead of, instead of, you know, keeping the things to ourselves, it involves again, talking to him and being open with him and being vulnerable with him. Another thing would be releasing that anxiety to him and actively saying, Lord, I release this anxiety to you. I give this to you. And also asking him what he has in place of that anxiety. Because if we let go of something, there's still like that empty space in there where it can come in. But if we don't, if we ask God, what do you have in place of my anxiety? He can go in and fill that place. And he knows like this person actively wants something in -hmm. the place of that anxiety. Um, finally, trusting God, it looks like inviting, um, the community that he's given to you, getting involved in being with other believers, get plugged into a church, a Bible study group, whatever season of life you're in that you need that. Mm -hmm. Um, these are the people that are going to be praying alongside you, um, and helping you stay accountable for trusting God because you're trusting his people too. Yeah. I literally, I'm so glad you brought that up about community because I'm literally planning like a whole episode on it Um, because especially when you move away from Baylor, I feel like your Christian community also is like where to go, you know, sometimes you, you were like, oh, I have this great strong group of people around me and then life changes, people move and you're like, oh my gosh, everyone that I talk to about the Lord is no longer with me (laughs) and you just end up in a place where you're really lonely, you know, but I think, um, not only trusting God with the community that you have currently, but also trusting God to help you find community in every season. Mm-hmm. Um, it could also be another place of faith where you step out into deeper waters and say, Lord, I'm in a place where I feel really lonely. Please bring God-fearing people into my life. And like believing that and walking in that and going out of your way to move it, move and meet new people and go to different places so that the Lord can expose you to those people. Because I think it's definitely two ways. Like you can't be home all day, all the time and ask the Lord to bring you community. Like you know, the Lord is supernatural and he can do things. Someone could come and knock at your door, but you could also go out and <laughs> go to church and try yes. um, to find different things like that. But I yeah, totally agree. Yourself out there. It's yeah. so important to just put yourself out there because otherwise it's just like, you know, you're being flippant and not mm-hmm. actively, you know, he calls us to faith without action, faith without works. That's not really, that's dead faith. It's dead it's faith. Not, 
full. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think too, even going back to what you said about praying for people um, and trusting God in those moments, you have to be willing to put yourself out there and say like, I need prayer. Somebody please Mm -hmm. pray for me Mm -hmm. Um, and trust that God will find somebody who um, will meet you in that moment and pray for you, you know, too. Uh, That was, that's so good. This has just been such a great episode. Um, Thank you so much for sharing all of that. Um, But to close, I'd like to actually play a little game. (laughs) I've never done this before, so I'm super excited. But I just want um, our listeners to get to know you a little bit more um, and what God has been doing in your life this season. So it's going to be kind of like a lightning round. And basically, I'm going to ask you a question. And then you're going to just say the first thing that comes into your head. Um, but yeah, just a little bit, um, about you so that our listeners can know a little bit more about the most amazing person ever. All right. So I will start in three, two, one. Okay. Greer, what is your word for this season? Trust surprisingly enough. (laughs) Okay. Perfect. Um, favorite day of the week? Uh, Wednesdays because church and friends are Wednesday nights. Okay. What are your hobbies? Uh, writing reading I bake and I run oh a runner okay um <laughs> what's your favorite movie I I'm not answering that question <laughs> no <laughs> next oh my gosh um if you had a boat what would you name it Ooh, ooh, the black pearl Ooh, okay <laughs> um what is your favorite bible verse right now all of psalm 42 Oh, okay. What's the next big thing for you? Uh, I'd say my internship. I leave in two weeks. Wow. Who's the messiest person you know? Uh, sorry to call you out like this, but Alexis. <laughs> my friend Alexis. <laughs> oh my sorry, God. Dad. <laughs> um, uh, who is your favorite Bible character? Uh, Esther, right now. Um, because she, mostly because she was chosen and like really stepped out in her role in obedience but also in the lord's strength like we were talking about um in that verse in ephesians um i love how she just kind of trusts in the hard things and she knew like she was chosen for that position for such a time as this amen yeah um okay this is a very controversial question and it needs an answer and greer you're gonna give the world the answer right now dear did adam and eve have belly buttons uh (laughs) This is a really interesting question as a bio major. Um, <laughs> I feel like God would probably make them with the belly buttons. So that way, when like Adam or not Adam and Eve, when Cain and Abel came out of the womb, <laughs> they wouldn't like freak out when there was like a hole in the middle of their tiles. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so they probably, he probably like put it there and being like, it's, it's there. This is God was like, it's there. This is normal. Just be prepared for your, where yeah. your kids come out of the womb and they have a belly button. <laughs> That's good. Okay. Okay. Um, um, last question. What is your hidden talent? <laughs> I don't tell people, but I can sing a little bit. Um, oh. I will not sing on this podcast. No. So before <laughs> you ask, that's not going to happen. Um, I um, have extreme stage fright when it comes to music. Mm-hmm. So I don't play music. I don't sing and I don't play my violin in front of people. Um, wow. Yeah. So the world will not do okay. that today. 
All right, well, hopefully one day in the near future, I'll hear you sing. Um, but thank you so much, Greer, for joining us um, today and playing my lightning round game with me. Um, <laughs> this has just been such a powerful episode and I know I've gotten so much out of it and I'm sure our listeners will as well. Do you have any closing words before I end out the podcast today? Um, just that he's faithful, you know? Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Now you always acknowledge him. He directs your paths. And I feel like in this whole Growing Pains series, that is like our bottom line basis. And I'm really excited that I got to be invited to share on this. So thanks for having me. Of course. Um, thank you for coming. Thank you for sharing. Um, and I want to thank our listeners, of course, for tuning in. Um, please tune in next week for another episode. It might be Growing Pains. It might not be. So you should just get excited because the Lord is moving for sure. Um, please follow us on our Instagram at For The One Podcast and connect with us there. If you have any questions, concerns, or even episode ideas, feel free to send us a DM. But yeah, I just want to thank you again for listening. And please remember that God loves you and he'd leave the 99 just to find you. Bye. <laughs>